Welcome back, everybody, to Thanks for Your Concern. You're here with Berenice. And I'm Ella. Beautiful day to be alive. It is shining bright in Seattle. Berenice, how's New York? How's the weather treating you over there? (laughs) It's really, really cold. (laughs) Still cold? It's even colder. I don't know what's going on. Two days ago, it was snowing. What is happening here? I thought the winter had passed. Yeah, spring's got me fucked up. But you know what? You know, another another week, another another challenge. I got COVID yet again, okay? <laughs> That's a rough uh, COVID, one. COVID came back at the same, literally same dates as I did last year, which I thought, um, you know, sometimes life thinks it's funny with me. Like the universe really tries to be like, but here's the kicker. <laughs> That is rough. Um, I'm happy that you're fully vaxxed up so that you're not dying, like literally. So that's good. Yeah, I will say this. Some other people got COVID with me. Uh, I'm vaccinated. I've been fucking chilling like a villain. Them? Not so much. Do I feel bad? Not really. <laughs> I mean, okay. no, not really. It is what this it is. is. I-, <laughs> I can't even believe we're still talking about this shit. Honestly, it's kind of fucking crazy because, you know. Do you remember, like, I was really thinking about this, how now this is something, like, we're going to look back on and be like, so, like, did you get vaccinated, like, during COVID to kind of, like, says how, like, who how people are, you know? But do you remember when there was a time in life when, like, getting a COVID vaccine just wasn't, like, a thing that made you jump into judgment based off people? <laughs> Well, you know, it's very interesting because no one had objections to the flu vaccine, but this one they've got all kinds of fucking opinions about. It's absolutely ridiculous. Sometimes I feel like I hate humanity because of TikTok because I see people have the stupidest opinions. And then I go out (laughs) into the world and I realize like, dude, I need to fucking get some fresh air and be around real people because internet people are just a different breed of people. They'll say whatever the fuck they want. I went to the park and I was just, I was enjoying a nice sunny Saturday. I went to the park. It was a kid's birthday and I don't get a lot of exposure to children. And I was thinking this funny thought. I was like, oh, you know what would be cool is that, you know how they have like therapy dogs? Like if they had therapy babies, because I think if people were around (laughs) babies and children more, they would be like less fucking jaded because I had this conversation with this girl who was like eight. And it just really made me realize I was like, damn, I trip about shit that I really don't even need to concern myself about. Like, there's people out here who are eight years old and are just living their life. Like, I need to just be a little bit more life. childlike, you know? Yeah, I, 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 I get that. Just free, free ball in life. Just yeah, going with the flow. You know, I, I've been trying to do that. I've been definitely like I moving and breakups and jobs quitting has really left me with like a really good base of like I don't get anxious that much anymore or like when I get anxious mm-hmm. I'm really able to like kind of like talk myself into like what I need maybe I just got better at coping but I just don't think it's the same and now I appreciate life way more because I'm just kind of like obviously I have a plan and it's kind of what we're going to talk about today I'm putting in some work but you know I'm just kind of letting things come as they come and I think like that's kind of the great thing about kids they literally never have ex expectations because they never know what the fuck is going on and (laughs) there's something really pure about that for sure all right are we ready to get into the episode let's do the thing All right, friends. So today we're talking about 
working. No one wants to work these days. No, just Oh, God. Oh, God. (laughs) Her apology was so funny, though. She apologized for saying that? Yeah, she was. She apologized for saying it, but it was just really funny because she was like, it was taken completely out of context. And I was like, not really. I'm not going to lie. I agreed with her. I was like, you're fucking right. I wish I didn't have to work. I'm Kim. I wish. (laughs) You're like, I'm I'm, one of the people that don't want to (laughs) work. I don't want to fucking work, bro. Me too. It's a trap. You know what I mean? Like, of course, we talked about it before. We're lazy. Okay, we're... We're smart, talented, lazy human beings, okay? And I think that that's okay. Sorry that I don't want to work, but I'm not really that sorry about it. I will still work, but if I had the option not to, Kim, I I would take it. That's so funny because I was like, I was like, who wants to work, bro? Like, no one wants to work. If you didn't have to work, no one would work. Some people would, maybe, (laughs) but it would be the very limited few. And yeah, I... I'm much better now about working, motivation, procrastination. And that's just basically what we're going to talk about today is how to find motivation when you can't. I feel like I'm really good person to get advice from because I'm not like us fucking like I sometimes watch TikToks and I'm like, bitch, I appreciate your drive, but I don't have it like that. Like, I just don't. So ways I've had to work around being not neurotypical. I don't fucking know. Yeah. So let's talk about motivation. I think that motivation is like kind of overrated. I know that might not be a good take but like to just like wake up and magically have the motivation to do things is like kind of unrealistic and like for me well I'm sure a lot of people can relate to this I really don't like doing dishes I just don't like it I'm not saying I hate it or I won't do it but I just don't fucking like it and so for me to say like oh what is like what are your motivations to clean the dishes well they need to get done I don't really want to do them so how do I do them Have you watched Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt? Yeah. And she talks about turning the wheel. And she's like, if you just count (gasps) to 10, like you could do anything for 10 seconds. I literally do do that. I literally do that with dishes. I will say like, okay, girl, just do like, I'd do five. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do five dishes. And then I'll like, and I just go one, two, three, four, five. And then I'm like, you know what? I can do five more. And I do that all the way until all of my dishes are done. And it literally works it's crazy because I feel like it shouldn't work like but I think it is part of it is just like just doing it I do that with working out with running specifically I'm like mm-hmm. I could definitely do this for like you know you see it and then you're like oh my god 20 more minutes and I'm like but 20 more minutes like really what is 20 more minutes but <laughs> sense of you know whatever much I feel like I can push myself to and I'm like okay I did it like just another one just another one just another one yes um yeah the the just keep swimming it works it's definitely I feel like there's two parts to motivation right there's there's big things there's like big goals which you have to kind of have like the bigger picture and then there's like smaller things that motivate you to get smaller tasks done for me the big picture really helps me with everything because I think a huge part of like putting in the work and staying motivated is being disciplined and in anything and creating disciplines it can be very fucking difficult one of the so one of the things I do is I think about like the big picture what really is the big picture what is it that I aspire what is my big motivation that I am going to just work to do like what is it Mm -hmm. that I'm really living for I guess what's my fucking purpose and it's really like not that fucking deep like you don't have to fucking sit there and be like what's my purpose because that's kind of a lot but I found 
found that in order for me to stay motivated, I have to be inspired. And in what way, like which which ways am I inspired? And something that I found in college was I was inspired when I saw people like from brown communities, from marginalized communities succeed. Okay, mm-hmm. like it's such like a strong feeling when you see a sense of community and when you see other people like literally overcoming obstacles in their lives and just like getting out there into spaces that aren't necessarily made for them. So that became a huge thing that became a huge factor in my motivation to basically do anything. Uh, staying at my last job for as long as I stayed for. Um, And this is, I even use this as like a way when people ask me like, what motivates you for interviews? I'm like, I really hope to inspire and create representation for the Latino community and all the Latino community, undocumented and immigrant community that aren't in these spaces at all. Like that is my big picture. And that's what keeps me coming here every day and working hard. So I'm able to either like move up in this company, or at least be that like that foot in the door for somebody else to reach out to me and be like, Hey, you know, we're from a similar background. I'm like, yes, use me as a use my info. I'm gonna get if I can get you in the door, I'm gonna get you in the door. So for me, having those big goals and and altering them because they're not your goals can change like Mm -hmm. you don't need to have one goal that is never fucking changing. And it can be pretty abstract. But as long as you're every day reminding yourself like what that goal is and what you're doing things for it just like really helps to get you up in the morning and get you going and get doing even like one little thing like sometimes for me it's so difficult because I don't want to do shit okay again I'm lazy (laughs) and I don't want to do shit at all but I'm like okay at least for my goal what am I going to do today just like one action that's going to help me go towards that towards that goal and even if it's not like a huge thing like I'll go to bed being like I did at least like one thing that I know that I I, I'm pushing I'm, I'm still pushing I'm still going and that that helps me honestly like with my own like self-image and my own like self-worth it just like it reminds me like you're still going you're still pushing every day even though it might not be like huge 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 strides yeah I think that when you like explore your purpose I sometimes think about like what is the meaning of like my life and like my life as an individual not like trying to explore the meaning of life is just really crazy and broad but like yeah. What do you want from your life? And I swear to God, I was put on this earth to be pretty and have fun. And what I mean is like, <laughs> I mean like, and I, I've i just dead. said dead ass. I say be pretty and I don't mean like, oh my God, I'm so pretty. But I just mean like live like a beautiful life. Like, you know, there's something beautiful about like waking up drinking tea, having an espresso, picking out an outfit, doing skincare, reading. And I was like, damn, this is hella beautiful. Like, this is my life is beautiful. (laughs) And so like, if I think about doing something and I'm like, bro, I'm not gonna, that's not fun for me. And, you know, broadening the term of fun, then I don't, I I don't fucking need to do it. You know, like, I'm just really here to be pretty and have fun. So in my (laughs) life, that's my purpose. But other people can have different purposes. And like, some people have really big dreams. And I really love and support them on that. I feel like I'm here to like entertain. I don't think I'm here to cure cancer. So but if your goal is to cure cancer, then stick with it and wake up every day and be like, okay, how do I get a little bit closer to that goal? What really helps me is is listing out three things that like 
need to be done today and just three and then like okay let me do those three and a lot of the days like you know I'm not writing business plans three business plans every day those three things might be fold my laundry record the podcast and go work out but still I got three things done that were outside of work which has helped me so much more find value in my life and you know keep me motivated at work because it's like this isn't my only thing I have things outside of work that I do that make me happy that make my life better. I love that. I would like to add something that something that I started doing during the pandemic was going on runs and you don't have to go on a run. It could be a walk or literally just taking like an hour of your day to get out of the space that you're usually in and go think about something else. Like it, it doesn't matter right now. Maybe you're stressed about work or maybe you're with a fuck boy that's been you're being obsessive about it. Go and give yourself a time where you don't think about those things. And literally when you see yourself, when you catch yourself bringing those up during this time change it and Mm -hmm. brainstorm like give yourself some time to just like be like what are some things I like what are some things I want to do with my life and start thinking maybe about the not in the way that like you're only living in the future but what do you want in the future and in my in when I started running I started thinking about you know this is something I would like to build in the future and what does my life really look like like what are the things that I like to do because I didn't like my job and I knew like even though I was motivated to keep working hard at it. That's not necessarily what where I felt like I was going to grow in. So it's like, what do I like to do? What do I see myself like doing? And how do I see myself going to like to a place where I feel content with where I am in life? And I started running and I just started kind of letting my my thoughts flow into the things like how I would like my future to look like. And, you know, I came up like, I, I would love to start a collective when I'm older and staying with that thought, okay, what does this collective look like? Who are the people in this collective? And like giving myself that time to create basically a new dream for myself, like something that I knew that I could work to instead of just like keeping in that mindset of like, what is it that I'm doing right now that I don't like? So giving yourself that time to just like brainstorm with your own life to collect your thoughts about any situation really but that that is positive and that's productive mm-hmm. that's not like sitting in a situation right because sometimes we we give we give one situation a lot of fucking circles and it's like and it's literally exhausting so yeah i love that i think something that can play into that is that like if thinking about your future and thinking about your own life is overwhelming something that i do is like I love reading memoirs and memoirs are really good to listen to on audiobooks too. Um, a couple of my favorites are Ali Wong's Dear Girls and Tanisha Coates's Between the World and Me. And just read and even just reading books and to see what speaks to you about that. Like I know that like when I was reading a couple of memoirs, there's certain things that really stuck out to me. And it's like, okay, why did these stick out? Why did these resonate with me? What about this can I apply to my own life? And I think that's like really helpful if like thinking about your own life is overwhelming like think about somebody else's life that you see and kind of like that you see a part of their life that you like and let them inspire you to what you want to create for your own life yeah I like that too another thing that I really feel like helps motivate me curating a space that inspires you to do the things that you want to do and whatever that is, everybody's space is going to look different. But having a functional space for the to achieve your goals is really helpful. So I know for me, 
I really was not reading as much as I wanted to. And I was kind of thinking about like why I haven't been reading as much. And I just realized that it was like I didn't have any space to read that I felt good reading at. Because reading in your living room when you have people like in the background doing things and you can't kind of have focus and silence was really distracting to me. So then I found myself not reading a lot. So I went ahead and bought a reading chair for my room. And now I read a lot more because I've like created a space to do that. So you know whatever you want like if you want to do more art make it super easy for you to do art if you want to do I don't know if you want to do anything like if you want to wear pretty clothes make sure that your clothes are set up in a way that you get to see them and it makes it easy for you to choose outfits whatever it is kind of feeling like looking at your goals and what you want to do every day and making sure that your space kind of helps you do that I totally resonate with that the second I stopped working at my old job I took away that my desktop and I replaced it with my two sewing machines on my desk. And believe me, like having my sewing machines stare at me and mm-hmm. me not using them hurts. Because it's like, bitch, I'm right here. Get, exactly. Use me, you know? And it has helped me think of like, okay, I gotta utilize these machines. Like I can't see them get dusty. If I see them get dusty, I'm like, damn, you haven't made anything in a fucking minute. Creating space, also keeping your shit clean for me is a big one. Mm. Like I, I will say like I have a really difficult time maintaining like spaces clean like my mind is kind the way sometimes my room looks is like how my mind is doing like my mind there's like so many things going on my room is looking like that so for me having like a clean environment makes my mind also more like okay my room is clean now I, I can do this and I can do this and I can do this so maintaining the place that you live in an order that makes sense to you like people's spaces I think like there's a misconception of like get rid of all your shit you don't gotta get rid of all your shit but at least like one area where it doesn't look fucking chaotic is like at least for me really fucking helpful to be able to not get distracted by the things around me unclear if I have day ADHD or not okay but (laughs) I get very fucking easily distracted by the things around me and I will find every single way to procrastinate on basically anything that matters to me for some reason. And in this way, I have to make sure that I just give myself that space to not distract myself. With procrastination too, since I'm a big procrastinator and I work really good with deadlines, like the more pressure, the more kind of like I'm on it. I've been giving myself deadlines to do things in my life that don't necessarily have it like have mm-hmm. actual deadlines but I'm like by this date I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna make a list on what steps I need to take by which dates in order to get that done and then in order to motivate myself to meet like those deadlines right now I'm doing like like things that are oriented I would I would say like I have a a music festival coming up in May. I need to get this amount of work done before this music festival or I'm not going to go to this music festival. Like it's just kind of like the way it is and just being a little more tough with myself because I think another like with me trying to learn how to be more disciplined and like putting in work is really just being a little tougher with myself and not being like well I'll get that done tomorrow or next month because I have noticed like I have a lot of really good ideas and I have a lot of like dreams and things I want to do but I love a good time and I will put a good time over getting my shit done and I just like I can't do that you know yeah I think that I used to procrastinate at work like so much like but I've kind of had the mentality that if it's something that I'm gonna eventually have to do there are only upsides to doing it now slash early you know because it's like Mm. I think like what I would oft 
often do is like procrastinate and then I would underestimate the amount of time something would take me and then I'd end up really stressing myself out because I'm like oh fuck this is gonna be late or I'm not gonna get this done on time and now I'm just like okay hey it's Monday let's do as much work as possible so the later in the week I don't have to stress out and I've been doing that and things have been getting done and it makes my weeks just a lot easier and I know like from someone who's procrastinated their whole life like I'm telling you like when I was in middle school high school college I would wait until the last second to when it was almost impossible for me to get it done to do it and I would tell myself I work I work I work great under pressure that's like kind of a lie that I would tell myself like oh hey this this report's gonna be a lot better if I start it three hours before it's due that's literally insanity like no that's not that's not how that works <laughs> and there's something from our old job that I fucking hated but I do in my life it is like I laugh at myself we used to do these things called power hours and it's when you just mm-hmm. would like you would really focus on a singular task for like an hour whatever that be I do this in my life I'm like okay hey I'm gonna just dedicate one hour to getting this done and yesterday I got like three things done. Do I understand taxes? And for whatever reason, my taxes are all <laughs> kinds of fucked up. So I literally feel like I need to go to a professional, even though the TurboTax is telling me I'm going to get $14 back. I don't know. But the other two things did get done. You guys, I'm, I'm, literally, if we have any accountants listening, please call me. I'm desperate. No, just joking. We need help. Well, they have so many questions. I have no money. Like, I don't get it. <laughs> I am in the same boat. I had to go get help. It was over my pay grade of taxes. One technique that I guess I have adapted is taken straight from a fraternity. It's called one touch it. Oh, Um, yes. I love the one touch rule. I'm happy you brought this up. Yeah. So the one touch it is essentially just that. So the second you get something, you won't touch it. You just fucking do it. Like you don't procrastinate. You don't even put like, I'm going to do it this time. You just, you just do it. And it's, and I really one touch things, things I don't want to do because I know that those are the things I'm going to like leave off forever. So I found like with procrastination, you usually procrastinate on things like you either don't want to do or things that you find may be challenging. So you put them off. So yes. So one touch it works really well for things that you really have no intention of actually getting done in the near future. Okay, so I was talking about the one touch rule. And what it means is that you touch it one time and you complete the task. You don't put it down. And this is really great for things like bills. Like instead of looking at a bill and being like, oh God, I'm going to need to pay this, just paying it if you have the money, which you know I do now. <laughs> yeah. But I Hopefully also just, you have the money. <laughs> I would kind of one touch things in my mind. And I think about like, if I think of something like, oh, hey, like I, I need to grab the mail. I need to remember to grab the mail. If the task is going to take me less than like 15 minutes, I'll just go do it. So I don't have to remind myself to do it because babes, I'm not good at reminding myself about fucking anything. And I would (laughs) really recommend people, if you're a procrastinator, you have ADHD, you have whatever, have a place to put things like things you need to do. Because I'm telling you, my boyfriend will be like, oh, did you do A, B, and C? And I'm like, what? And I was like, oh, damn, yeah, my bad. And he was like, yeah, he's like, you forgot, you forgot to do that. And I was like, bro, you told me in passing, 
I need shit in writing and I need to be reminded about three it's times. Gone. Like it's, it's gone. gone. Like yeah. I'm telling you, I don't remember that kind of shit. <laughs> Siri, I know I'm an old person because Siri has become my new fucking best friend. I talk to Siri all the time. I'm like, Siri, can you remind me to do this? Siri, oh, can you remind yeah. me to do that? And I'm like, Shh, can you just be quiet, everybody? I, Siri, can you remind me to blah, blah, blah? Because I swear to God, I do not remember shit for shit. So definitely utilize Siri. She comes in clutch. Anything that works for you will, uh, you can try out different things, but one touching and definitely setting reminders has worked a lot for me. And another, and another thing, this has, doesn't have to do with work, but like, it can literally be anything like calling my parents. I'm really bad at like communicating with what I love for some reason. Mm, so I too. set myself reminders to like FaceTime your friends, FaceTime your parents, because then I, you know, the brain is always going and there's no stops, no breaks. So setting those and setting time for people is also important. Oh, yeah. I love that. <laughs> you know, it's funny about uh, people will look at my phone and like basically they're like, oh, my God, how do you have 78 unread text messages? Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, well, it's because, see, I do this like one touch rule where like I don't open up the message and I'll go back and open up the message and respond because I want to give a meaningful response. I really have been trying to stop that. I've been trying. I have zero unread text message. Actually, let's see how many I have. Let's see if I'm lying. I have nine un- I have nine unread text messages, but that's way down. That was literally at 70 the other day. So boom, 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 bam, boom. How many unread text messages do you have? 154. <laughs> You're not, if you don't get a text back, it's not personal. Oh my God. Just don't fucking respond. I, my friend reached out to me and I meant to send them a really meaningful text and I did it at the time. And then I went back and I was like, you know what? I'm going to send it a text now. I was like, hey, sorry, this is like two weeks from two weeks ago, but I just wanted (laughs) to let you know. They're like, yeah, it's fine. Like, cool. Love you. Bye. But a thing that I like to do when I'm doing a task, I am so easily distracted. Like, I'm telling you, I will be doing one task and then I will have a really good idea and I don't want to lose this idea. So I go like and explore that idea for a really long time. If you have like a an ideas journal or just a notebook where you jot things down, just write it down on the notebook. You can circle back to that idea. Keep on what you're doing to, so that you can get this done. That really helped me a lot. So I would do tell people to do that too. Yes, I agree. You can use your notes app on your phone and just start your little idea draft. Oh yeah, my notes are literally insane because my notes are half serious, half joke ideas. So <laughs> they, I honestly really hope I'm never murdered because I feel like people are gonna be like, she's fucking nuts. Like they'll go through, you know, they'll be looking for evidence and they're like, this girl is unhinged and like... <laughs> Like there's gonna be a podcast and they're gonna be like, what do all these notes mean? I feel that I also have one for Instagram captions and they're all terrible Instagram <laughs> captions. Someone looks at this. Is this poetry? <laughs> Plug of the week. So I'm going to list all of the books that I mentioned in the episode, but one last one I wanted to do was by Michael A. Singer, and it's called The Untethered Soul. I stole this book and had to pay $500 to my university because I forgot to return it after I graduated, but it has been worth it. It is a really good book. It basically just talks about the meaning of life and how life is in somewhat ways meaningless, so you have to create your own meaning and not to like worry about the thoughts of others. So it's a very good book, and it's not too self 
self-helpy. It's more philosophical. Ooh, I'll check that out. All right. My plug of the week goes to MoMA with two M's. And this is actually a swimwear brand created by the uh, sister of someone I went to high school with. And literally like swimsuit season is just around the corner. They have so many different and cute styles for all body types. I am honestly like really impressed. So I will be purchasing. Definitely go check them out at momalovesyou.com. All right. Well, we hope that you got some tips and tricks today to keep you a working bitch. You You gotta work. work, Okay. You better work. You want to pay your bills? You want to take vacations? Unless you're trying to find a sugar daddy, which, you know, which is working of itself. It's a lot of work. Okay. It's hard. It's hard work out there. I haven't caught a good situation. So (laughs) we hope you have a wonderful rest of your week and please keep tuning in uh, and go follow us on Instagram at thanks for your concern and then our personal socials is at bernice ideas m and i'm at ella l tutor make sure that you leave a review and rate i figured out you can rate the podcast multiple multiple times so let's run those numbers up baby thank you so much we will see you next week kiss kiss doodles 